Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Startup Diary Podcast. Something interesting today, we have a guest dropping some knowledge about user journey and onboarding. Super important if you're involved at all about winning new customers for your business. So a huge thanks to Sam Wilcox over at Tribecto for sending this audio in. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 287 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge and I am with my co-host, Adam Callow. Hey guys, and thanks for joining us on this episode of the Startup Diary podcast. If you're new to the show, this is where me and Harrison jump on the mics every week, three times a week actually, because we're documenting what it's like to build an actual startup. We bootstrapped it for a couple of years, raised some seed funding. Then we went and did the whole VC thing and raised some venture capital. And we're sharing all the mistakes that we make along the way to help you guys avoid them. This show is for entrepreneurs or people that want to do something new in the world. We've got a bit of an interesting show today, Harry. We do. It's not just me and you talking for the next 15, 20, 25 minutes, is it? It's a shame. It's a real shame. (laughs) No, we have Sam from Tribecto Automation. Solid name. The reason it's a solid name is because when I Googled it just because I didn't know his web address, when you I Googled him. Tribecto, I was like, well, there's, only one, there's basically one search result for this thing. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure that's why you went for the name as well. It came up in the meeting. To, uh, it's easy to find. Easy to find. Uh, guys, so Sam runs the company called Tribecto Automations. And to give you guys a little bit of an idea of who Sam is and what Tribecto do, a couple of the services they do all around sales automation and marketing automation. So he is a certified specialist in a service called Entreport. Uh, he actually had to travel over to the... Did, were you in the meeting when he said this? He had to actually travel over to the States to get certified. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Um, so Sam's been a member of our community for a while, came to a local meeting um, where we had our meetup in Tamworth, the hot seat thing. If, if you don't know about what that is, join our Facebook group. Just head over to Facebook, search for Startup Diary Club, hit join, answer a couple of questions and get involved. Harry's smiling because... Or go to facebook.com <laughs> slash groups slash Startup Diary Club. Which, which no one does, but we're putting a poll out into uh, the group. People do. We'll see. We have we we can argue about this till we're blue in the face, but we're going to put like the poll. We'll put a poll. That we. Just, I mean, the the poll will already technically be live. Yeah, because people. By the way, if this sounds weird when you hear the next show, is because we record them. The Black Harry. Why are you still talking about the domain? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sam is a member of the group. Came in and as part of that meetup, um, we sort of dug into everyone's business. Mm. And what Sam does is all around uh, user journey, sales yeah. and marketing automation, and he drops some really interesting value bombs across everyone's sessions, we're gonna call them. So everyone that took part in the hot seat, we really dug into their business. And it was just clear for me that you just knew his shit. Uh, So I had a good chance to have a chat with him. He then put a video up on, I think it was Vimeo or something. He's trying to get into the habit of doing his own content marketing because he does it amazingly for the clients. And I think there's a lesson to be learned here as well is, we do, we do amazing work for our clients here at Expert Trades. We, we, we never put the same level of detail, energy, and effort <laughs> into marketing our own services. And I think that's one thing that Sam is working mm. on now. Um, and he produced this video and we listened to it. We're in the, I can't remember where we were, in the car on the way back from somewhere. Yep. And we thought, actually, this is, this is like really valuable. And, and I know there's a video that accompanies it, um, but just the audio alone should help people start thinking about customer journey the first step to actually getting involved and thinking about yeah, a sales a, and marketing process it's a crucial part to anyone's business when you're trying to get someone to pay for a service or a product you need to understand who the person is where they are mentally emotionally and that whole that whole journey to get them across the line yeah because what we uh, and sam uses some different terminology to what we do but we use something called triggers mm. so if you take expert trades as an example, actually you've been working on this and 
Actually, that's a really good point. Why didn't this appear in our All Hands meeting? There's a slide in the All Hands. Did that, it didn't come up? Uh, it's, it's still there, mate. I probably glossed over glossed it. Glossed over it. Okay. I, ha- I did add to it. Um, but yeah. Cool. I saw you went out when I, in the morning, I saw you typing and updating it. And I was like, where's that? Do you want to just explain to people how we think about our user journey? And I'll interject when yeah, necessary. So, so we, so where you start is trying to understand where the customer comes from. Um, so you understand where they come from, whether it's Facebook, whether it's through the website or through an email that you sent out or wherever it may be. Uh, and for us, because we have a community that is also based around uh, creating an account. So obviously we fill the funnel from Facebook ads, for example, they then join us by signing up. They're then in our kind of user journey um, path. Yep. And then we see them go through the various stages of, because we understand why they joined up in the first place we can we know what we prefaced the membership with so it's a case of a free profile to showcase reviews so we understand that okay so really what they want to know about is how to maximize the profile how how, how do they collect reviews all the things that relate to the reason why they came into the funnel in the first place yep so we do different things different messaging that educates them on what basically how to what how how to use a profile and and what functions they might not be seeing by just looking in the app or on the website so we run them through that they will then achieve certain triggers like you say um that might be they've collected three reviews on their profile um and then as they get pushed further down there's different actions that they can take Obviously, we have Tool Talk as well, but you're not going to push someone that came in to collect reviews for their business is not going to want to start leaving reviews for tools if they don't really understand the benefit of collecting reviews for themselves. 100%. So you need to understand where they are in the journey, the right messaging at the right times, which we can base off of triggers, uh, and then we can start moving them down the funnel. Ultimately, ideally, we want them to be a paying customer. So, but you can't get someone from zero to paying when they came in for something that was free without first educating them and allowing them to understand the value of being part of the community and part of the service and potentially using our services to help them completely and i think one of the one of the things that we talk about is because we do three or four different things for our customers is the reason that they join we have to make them successful for that reason so like i say if they come in and they want to make quoting easy and admin easy we make them really successful on the office package before we introduce them to anything else Mm -hmm. um so make your customers successful in the reason they joined and then you've built the trust up to then move them further down your funnel so what we're talking about now is the onboarding once you've got someone into the community which will probably be a great follow-up show in the detail and maybe one we actually bring sam on for as, a, as an in-person yep. interview because i think he knows like start to finish all this journey but what sam covers off in the audio you're about to hear is all about how you understand your personas and that's basically who are the people you're trying to target uh, what's the age demographic what do they like where do they buy build some personas and then understand why what the triggers are in their life that make them think about your service. He talks about a kitchen in terms of like, he actually mentioned someone, have you ever been embarrassed of your kitchen? He says the words embarrassed. No, I, I, un- I understand what he means uh, because when you've had a kitchen that's like 10, 15, 20 years old, yeah. the doors start hanging on the hinges and then you're like, when you're having di- when you're having a dinner party, you guests some come fucking around. dives. No, but my, my parents are going through the, pro- the process of refurbing their, yeah. their house at the moment and I never noticed it before because I've obviously lived there for most of my life. But then I moved out and then came and then you actually look at the cupboards and they've all got just a few degrees of hang 
which so where the hinges are and where the other end of the door is where the handle is is like an off. inch off yeah and all of them are like that and that's just something you don't see or or it can be embarrassing if you're very house proud and think yeah so so what you're about to hear guys is sam introducing a user journey and he does stress this point and i think it's really important for you guys to make sure that you hear it is before you start any sales or marketing tactic strategy whatever you want to call it if you don't know the person you're trying to speak mm. to and you don't know the journey you're trying to take them on, you're just going to throw in loads of money and you won't have an idea of whether it's winning or losing for the business. Yeah, on that, that that is something he touches on, but I think is a full topic in itself to really dive into how you would actually get to that, which we should probably speak to him when he comes on the show. 100%. And guys, this is something we want to do more of. If one thing that we learned when we did our meetup is there's some amazing people in our community mm. that are experts in their own field. I mean, on this podcast, you hear me and Harry talking about different topics and often struggles that we're facing as we try and build a startup. Um, in future episodes, you're going to hear more people from our community come on and drop their experiences in terms of where they can add value to the community. So if you're in that pot of people right now in terms of you're an expert blow your own trumpet if you're an expert at a specific thing it's not about coming on promoting your business it's about adding value to the community if that feels like something you can do get in touch so guys enjoy this audio from sam after this short break you're looking to automate your marketing because you want to save time you want to save money and you want to build efficient processes and systems that can be measured and improved over time now, the reason why most marketing automation fails is because most businesses don't start by re-engineering the customer journey. In this video, I'm going to show you exactly how I do that with my clients, and I will take you through an example to show you how you would do this step-by-step -step so that you know exactly where to start with marketing automation. Hey guys, Sam here from Tribecto Automations and in this video I want to talk to you about the customer journey and it's important for starting on the right foot when looking at automating your marketing processes, okay? It's so, so important. Make sure that you do think about this step um, and you do cover off this process before jumping into systems and trying to automate everything um, because if you don't really understand why or what you're automating, you're setting yourself up for failure, okay? Um, so, don't skip this part of the process. I have, to, I have to just hammer that home, all right? So, the first thing that we would do when looking to build automation with, with clients is we really need to get an understanding of who your typical customers are. Um, so, I would advise you to go through this exercise and outline who your typical customers are. Maybe you've got one profile, maybe there's two, three, six, who knows? Um, but let's just get an understanding of your typical customer, okay? Now, I'm not talking about going into the weeds here and figuring out what Facebook pages they like and what local meetups they go to and what their shoe sizes are. You know, it's just about understanding, okay, well, these are the type of customers that we deal with and want to be dealing with. So how can we develop a customer journey and how can we develop a an automated process that creates the best experience for this specific profile this specific customer okay so you know we're just talking about demographics here we're talking about what kind of services they buy from you or what kind of services they're generally interested in and any kind of problems and pains that they regularly come across that your your solution your service your product solves okay so 
let's get a basic understanding and that's kind of step number one and we would um, then move on to the next step from that okay so the next step we then move on to the customer journey stages okay so as you can see here from this example um, I've just pulled in one of my clients uh, that, we, that we've done a lot of work with over the past year or so. Hey John, if you're watching this, um, John runs a company, a kitchen company based in Ireland. Um, they're a kitchen showroom. So we really needed to analyze what their general customer journey was, okay? Um, so everything from awareness down to making that purchase decision and everything in between, all right? So you can see down here that what we start off with is the awareness stage. So that's when the potential customer becomes aware that they have a problem that John's company can solve, okay? So awareness in, in this example is, we need a new kitchen, <laughs> all right? So that's when you are now aware that you want a new kitchen, that we need a new kitchen. So what are you kind of thinking, doing, and feeling in that awareness stage? It's really important to, to think about that, okay? Um, as you can see in this example, we kind of split it out into rows, so what they're thinking, doing, and feeling. Um, in, that tr in that awareness phase, generally, Somebody's going to be thinking, you know, oh, well, our kitchen's a bit run down. Our kitchen isn't big enough. We don't have enough space to cook. The workspace isn't efficient. I don't enjoy the space. That's kind of what's going through their head when they become problem aware. Okay. Um, what are they doing at that point? They're generally just making do with the kitchen. So they haven't, been, they haven't done anything else at this stage. They're just kind of thinking about things. Um, they're probably feeling a little bit frustrated, a little bit sad, a little bit embarrassed maybe about their current kitchen as well, okay? So the feeling section here is also very, very important um, because we wanna kind of play on those feelings a little bit to inspire action, okay? So the next stage as we move down is the research stage, okay? So once I've become problem aware, I'm then gonna start researching the solutions, okay? So looking for kitchen inspiration and ideas is what we kind of put here in this kitchen design example. So they're currently thinking about what are the current trends? Um, how can I make the best use of the space in my kitchen? Do I really need a new kitchen? Because you know they're probably umming and ahhing about it at this point. How much is a new kitchen? Um, I have no idea. It's going to be a big range, I'm sure. I heard this that my, you know, my neighbor's kitchen was X and my friend's kitchen was Y. So I'm trying to get, you know, an understanding in this research phase. Um, so what are they doing? They're looking at ideas on Pinterest. They're searching for ideas on Google, reading magazines, speaking to friends, all that kind of good stuff, right? At this point, they're starting to feel a bit more excited, a little bit more hopeful, uh, a little bit more motivated to um, pursue the dream a little bit further, okay? So then we then move into the consideration stage. Um, who's got the best kitchen styles locally? Who is the best? Who's the cheapest? Who is the who's local? Who is what's the time scale? What's the process look like? Who is reputable? So when they're in this consideration stage, they are a lot more invested in the process. Um, so they're doing things like looking at kitchen suppliers on Google, checking reviews, um, looking for pricing information, measuring and planning the kitchen, and just generally looking who's around locally because when it's a you know a service or a product like a kitchen 
it's not like you're going to get that supplied from overseas really it's going to be some it's going to be a local company that you're going to deal with obviously so at this point they're feeling excited they're feeling invested in the process because they've probably done a lot of research at this point um and they're probably feeling a bit cautious as well because you know it's a big decision it's a lot of money uh, kitchens aren't cheap getting a kitchen you're getting your existing kitchen ripped out replaced with a new one isn't cheap i know this i'm going through the exact process right now <laughs> um so i have a i have a feeling for this customer journey specifically so um choice reduction then we move from consideration to choice reduction okay so we've taken a lot into consideration we've done a hell of a lot of research and now we're really trying to find out who is going to be the best person to do this job we're probably getting quotes and all that kind of stuff so we're thinking about who's going to do the best job who's going to do it fastest um who looks like the best value for money value for money is a big thing here um you know you might have somebody that quotes you know a huge amount um which doesn't necessarily equate to value for money maybe you have somebody that quotes you know cheaper but they seem like they understand what your ideas are and they seem like they have a better value for money for what you're trying to achieve um who do i trust is a big piece here as well in this choice reduction stage so then they would start speaking to suppliers getting designs and quotes comparing quotes um asking for discounts these are the kind of things that you're doing in this choice reduction stage and then what are they feeling at that point they're feeling cautious they're feeling committed which is a big thing um maybe indecisive a little bit nervous about making the decision again because it's a big it's a big decision you know um from there we go from choice reduction down to making the purchase decision so i hope once that decision has been made and you've kind of committed and you've gone in for the gone in for the um you've paid your deposit and you're going through that process um you can then see um that their their kind of thinking and their mindset changes because now you kind of go into that little bit of buyer's remorse um it's okay well, i hope we get a great finish i hope it doesn't cost more than what they said it was going to cost I hope they don't let me down. Um I hope the customer support is good. Um so yeah, the, what, the things that they're doing at this point is, you know, paying deposits, booking time off work, telling friends, checking home insurance, all these kind of good things, right? Um and again, they're feeling happy, excited, hopeful, and they'll be feeling proud by the end of it. Okay? So, this is a really basic example um of a customer journey from becoming problem aware to making that purchase decision. you could drill each one of these sections down and you could go into way more detail um but this is where you want to start when thinking about automating different processes in your business especially the sales and marketing side of things okay because if you don't understand this journey that your customer profiles are going on and you might have four of these different types of journeys depending you know for each customer profile that we design um but the point is is that if you don't have this We don't really know why we're communicating with people and and what we're trying to say to them to try and move them along this journey towards making that that purchase decision and being comfortable to make that purchase with you. So how this ties into automating your marketing is you're going to analyze okay well if I'm creating an automated email sequence what's the goal of that sequence what's the goal of that campaign? Um the goal is usually to move them from the research stage 
down to the consideration stage to the point where in this example they would book in a kitchen design appointment you know if you're in a different profession maybe it's a free consultation you offer uh, maybe it's a face-to-face -face sales meeting who knows but you know the whole point usually of marketing automation on uh, on the front end here is to take somebody down from the research stage down to the choice reduction stage and the consideration sorry down to the consideration stage and into the choice reduction stage okay so we would look at these uh, the things that they're thinking doing and feeling and we would create email copy and content that supports that email copy um, that's going to answer those questions it's going to give them information about the current trends. It's going to give them information on, um, you know, what the process is for getting a kitchen designed. Uh, it's going to give them, you know, customer testimonials and feed and feedback so that they can see, okay, these guys are a reputable company. It's going to show them um, a style guide, you know, all of that good stuff. It's going to answer all of those questions so that we can gradually move them down the customer journey towards making that buying decision. Okay, hope this was helpful. In the next video, I'm, I'm going to be talking about John's example specifically I'm going to be showing you exactly what we did how we took this and then built out a email marketing automation um, that has a specific goal to drive an action of booking in a design appointment I'll show you the results from that as well okay my name is Sam from Tribecto Automations if you want to reach out to me it's sam at tribecto.com or you can hit tribecto.com and book in a, a discovery call with me and we can talk about your project and what you're looking to achieve all right Speak to you soon. See you in the next one. Bye.